Lisa likes the window seat at night, the lights below that tell her she's nearly home. Then there's the lights she can't see, the runway lights we power to bring her plane safely into land. And because at Energia we also power all of Ireland's streetlights, Lisa's taxi home is that bit safer too. And no prizes for guessing who powers her house. Welcome home, Lisa. Energia, the power behind your power. Welcome into another edition of the Dynasty Blueprint. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell, joined as always by Matt Williamson. Matt, how's it going, man? It's going well. Busy. You know, I, I always forget this, that, uh, you know, this is my, what, uh, 11th year in the media. And I would say Thanksgiving week is the hardest week of the year for me in terms of just trying to cram in as many things as you can in an extra short week so that you can relax on Thursday and this is my fifth different podcast of the day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's a little you, bonkers. You really are cramming them all in. <laughs> you know, I think with these Thursday games that we have every week of the season now, I don't know, that kind of pushes the the fantasy football schedule. Big you, time. Know, you used to have until Saturday night, Sunday morning to really worry about your lineups. You had plenty of time to digest all of that information. And now you have to make at least some decisions prior to that Thursday game each week. And, and then with Thanksgiving, you know, we have three Thursday games. We've got some some new injury issues, tons of injuries, actually, uh, after last week. And then just with all the real life stuff that, that goes along with Thanksgiving, that, that does make for a pretty crazy week. Don't you think, I mean, this is kind of a side note, but don't you think because of the Thursday games, it's harder to pull off trades, you know, like, Boy, I need somebody for this week, and you, you, you're working with your buddy, and then all of a sudden he doesn't get back to you, and then it's kick off, and you're out of luck, or you know, I mean, like there's a lot more room for error, or should I start this guy on Thursday, and you know, just there's less information. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was one of these injuries was the concussion with Andrew Luck, and the short turnaround because they do play on Thursday, all but ruled him out from from the beginning. But in a way, that was that was a good thing rather than waiting until Sunday and and then him getting, you know, him getting ruled out. And, you know, you've already got six quarterbacks who have played at that point and, and maybe one of the ones on your roster. So, yeah. in the end, I think that's probably a good thing that he is going to miss that Thursday game. It at least gives fantasy owners a heads up. Well, Matt, we've got a great guest today, one of my favorite people in the fantasy football world. We've got Mr. Chad Scott. Chad, as most of you probably know, used to write for Dynasty League Football with me. He used to write for Fake Football. And now, Chad, what, what are you doing now? Absolutely nothing. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah, and it's it's been a very stress-free uh, football season in terms of like getting content out and and uh, you know the overall grind week to week. It's been kind of nice. Uh, these injuries are not very nice, but uh, other than that, I mean, it's it's been it's been kind of great. 
That's awesome. Well, we're glad glad to have you on. And we we do have I kind of teased this on Twitter earlier that we had a, a very special holiday edition. And, and that's really what we're going to do today. We're going to just share some things that we're thankful for in the fantasy football community when it comes to dynasty fantasy football. And that could be uh, I don't know. I don't know what are what things are on your all's list. So it, it'll be a surprise for all of us. But it could be players that that we enjoy watching. It could be aspects to our own teams or our leagues or really anything else related to fantasy football. And, and before we dive into those, I, I did want to ask you guys, I'm going to put you both on the spot a little bit. Those Thanksgiving Day games are always so fun. And I know people have memories, you know, maybe it's growing up and watching those or whatever it might be. So just wanted to see, Matt, we'll start with you. If you had any Thanksgiving memories specifically related to football. Yes. Um, it's very much a work day for me, though, and I've always treated it that way in that I will probably watch the first half of the first game at home, run over to my parents' house at halftime, and they'll have a seat set up for me, you know, right in front of the TV, and I'll park my butt there. And even like when everyone goes to the table and has Thanksgiving dinner, I, I sit there and I watch every snap. And you know, my, my parents and my loved ones take care of me in a big way and they bring the turkey and stuffing to me and set up a little table in front of me. And um, then I'll probably hightail it out of there before Steelers Colts to be home for that. To, so I don't miss anything. So, yes, I mean, it, it, it's a uh, Thanksgiving always reminds me of football and work, but, you know, it's I'm still watching football. <laughs> you know, it's not so bad. Chad, what about you? Any any Thanksgiving Day football memories? It seems like every year I I always start somebody on Thanksgiving or multiple people, and they never seem to pan out. So it kind of ruins my Thanksgiving and just makes me drink even more on that day. And <laughs> then I black out before uh, before the evening game, and all is well on Friday. All right, sounds like, sounds like you've, already, you've already got that planned out for this week. It sounds yeah, like. it's going to happen again. All right, Chad, we'll go ahead and, and let you get started for us with just again any anything that you are thankful for in the fantasy football community and anything related to dynasty football or really really just wide open so we'll let you get started all right uh ryan just because you know me uh i have to start out uh, complete homer we all know this uh anybody who knows me i'm uh, i'm thankful for jimmy graham's knee without it he wouldn't have been so cheap to acquire last offseason and my contending teams uh, would be pretenders without it. So I'm very thankful for uh, Jimmy Graham's healthy knee uh, for this season. He probably agrees with you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think As I does mean, Russell we, Wilson. And... Right? I mean, can we, can we just talk about how miraculous this is of, for him coming back this, this quickly and, and just being Jimmy Graham again? I mean, that's, that's pretty nuts. It, it really I, is nuts. He's, he's probably the player that – I've been the most wrong on uh, over the past few months or the, over the off season leading up to this season. I mean, I didn't give him a chance. I thought, I thought there was a chance he may never play again. Yeah. Um, you know, that injury was so serious. We saw uh, Victor Cruz with a, a similar injury and he had uh, taken so long to come back and, and still never really was the same. Um so I'm I'm shocked at the Graham comeback and, and and impressed at the same time. I I did end up with a couple of leftover shares that I nearly 
dropped outright. And I, I'm very glad now that I didn't. I, I mean, I think all of us would have taken the, the side of, is it more likely that Graham never plays again or more likely that he's a stud? You know, I definitely would have said we'll never see him again, you know, in a, a potentially hall of fame career was wasted by an injury. And which kind of leads me to think, I mean, it wasn't something I wanted to bring up, but just the thing that I'm least thankful for in the world of football and in general is it's just such an injury filled sport, you know, that if I could correct anything, I feel like sometimes we get robbed of such great talent and, you know, being able to see all these phenomenal athletes more so than any other sport. And it makes this story all the, all the much better. I mean, I think that's a great one to bring up because, boy, he's a treat to watch, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's as impressive, but it's, it's at least as surprising as the comeback in general is just his play because even before he got hurt last year, I mean, he was struggling. He did not look like the Jimmy Graham that we had seen in New Orleans. And I was kind of giving up on him because of that, you know, Russell, Russell Wilson wasn't even really targeting him at all. So to not only come back from the injury, but to, you know, somehow gain that trust and build that relationship with, with Wilson is just as impressive. Well, it's, it's really hard it, to find targets when you have Jermaine curse on the team. I mean, he's, you have to throw it to him at least 20% of the time, apparently. <laughs> and this was obviously the Seahawks plan all along. I mean, they gave up a first round pick and a pro bowl center to get this guy. I mean, it wasn't like, let's just throw him in the mix and hope it works out. I mean, I think they planned from day one to run the offense through Jimmy Graham and it didn't initially work out. Although that wasn't a very long, you know, high sample size. And this was a guy that didn't play college football. I mean, he, you know, he might not be a natural in terms of learning a new offense, but now that it's all worked out, I mean, like we were saying, it's a phenomenal story. All right, Matt, what about you? What's your what's your first thing you're thankful for? Mine's a little more sentimental and not football related is that I get to do this for a living, that somebody actually pays me as a full-time job, that people are you know interested enough of what I have to say about this sport and uh, so many people, my wife, kids, parents have made that possible to, to give me this opportunity to you know, fulfill a dream to, uh, I mean, I haven't worked a day in my, I haven't worked a day in 13 years. <laughs> I mean, I, I watch football for a living and people are interested in what I have to say about it. I mean, it really doesn't get any better than that. I mean, I don't have a real job. Yeah, that's, that's certainly nice. And, and is, I, I don't know about you, Matt, and, and I'm obviously not up to your level as far as a, a full-time job or, or, you know, a history in the league actually, but it is kind of surprising just having conversations with people who say, Hey, I listened to your podcast the other day. And, and that still just kind of hits me like, like, wow, people are listening and or people are reading my articles or asking me questions on Twitter. That's still, still kind of comes as a surprise to me and, and I'm glad to do it. So I, I understand your thinking on that one. You know, like along those lines, like my son texted me from his room the other day and he's like, yeah, dad, I Googled you. You never told me you recruited Darrell Revis. I'm like, well, yeah. He's like, you know, like it's, he's 10 now and he's starting to realize like, that's a pretty cool gig if I could get it, you know, <laughs> like that's, you know, the people know who he is and, you know, he, he did some cool things and he's, you know, was there with Larry Fitzgerald and stuff like that. So, 
I'm extremely thankful for that. I mean, and I certainly didn't get to get there by myself. All right. Well, I think for my first one, I'm going to go the fantasy football route. And going back to our injury topic, I'm thankful for depth on at least a few of my teams. I've, um, Like all of us, I have had some of these players who have had serious injuries, A.J. Green recently and Keenan Allen. And, and, you know, we could go on and on listing all these players who have missed time. You know, I try all offseason and, and during the season as well just to build as much depth as I can. And, and on one specific team, Matt, one of the leagues that we're in together, Hyperactive 2, uh, I lost Green and McCoy last week. I also had Gronkowski out. And so a little bit of a humble brag. I set my lineup this week without those guys. And instead I used Devontae Freeman, DeAndre Hopkins, and, and Jimmy Graham. So <laughs> having having that Terrible depth, trade-off. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> having that depth was nice uh, and uh, you know i wish i could have that on every team that's easier said than done though but i am thankful for that as the fantasy playoffs near chad we'll go back to you what else uh let's see i will also i have depth on here as well um so i'm glad you said that but i'm gonna go <laughs> with uh realistic trade partners i think these are key to have in every single uh, functioning league uh, every year. Uh, not all my leagues have these people, but when you do, you know you're in a league that you want to stay in for you know for as long as you can and and hopefully shut it down. But you know, I, I just want to take a few a few seconds to name some names if you don't mind. And these are, these guys, you know, Ryan, because you know you know you and I play in a bunch of leagues together, but uh, and they're all in yours. So Clint Ward, Scott Peak. Brian Bulmer, Jason Franklin, Rich Rebar, Jeff Miller, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I know I'm missing a few, but, uh, you know, trades are supposed to be fun. I mean, I love trade negotiations. It's, it's like my favorite thing in the world. Uh, but they're supposed to be fun and beneficial for both teams. Uh, they always – they get this kind of motto that I have, and that's why it's always uh, easy to trade with, with guys like that. Chad, you didn't mention my name. Well, you're hard to trade with. You He's brutal to trade with. He's terrible, man. He's fleeced me so many times, though, I'm just scared to trade with him at this point. Yeah, he is scary. No, but I, I do agree with, with you, Chad. We're actually going to have quite a bit of trade talk on next week's show, and, and that's one thing that I wanted to bring up, and, and we'll talk about more in more depth next week, but just how hard it is to trade sometimes in a typical dynasty league you know, because you do have these owners who are unrealistic. They're whether it's afraid of they're afraid of making a bad deal, or maybe they overvalue their players, or whatever it might be. It's it's tough to make a dynasty trade. At least it is for me. Maybe that's maybe it's because you guys are right, and and I'm not very easy to deal with. But um, <laughs> it do, it does make me more thankful for those guys, and I agree with everybody that you mentioned there. Um, Chad, all those guys are, are great to deal with. And, and you're not, but those guys are. So, <laughs> Matt, what else, what else is on your mind? What are you thankful for? Just along those lines, though, I don't think trade should be easy. You know, like, I want to get every little bit I can out. You know, I mean, uh, I don't think it's just like, oh, okay, you're a nice guy. Here, take this extra pick. You know, I mean, I, I don't play that way. I mean, but one thing I'm thankful for is the interaction you know, like for any of you that are following me on Twitter and if you've asked me should I start Spencer Ware or Doug Martin this week there's a 99% chance I did not answer you because I don't care and I'm not you know going to do that every week but if you ask me about 
dynasty trades or I post one of my trades out there and you guys are telling me what an idiot I am or what a great deal it is. I love all that interaction. You know, I mean, most of it's Twitter, but a lot of it's on this format, you know, in our podcast or I run something by Ryan or whoever our guest is. Hey, I made this deal this week. What do you think? And you're like, yeah, I don't know, dude, or that, or that was phenomenal or whatever. I mean, it's just fun to talk about the moves you make because in fantasy football, especially redraft, I think one of the golden rules are nobody cares about your league except for people in your league, and nobody cares about your team except for you. No one's, you know, but in Dynasty, it's different. It's like, ooh, I could see that way of thinking, or, wow, that's a good move, or I wouldn't have tried that, or, you know, I mean, I, I like all that interaction and analysis. Yeah, that's that was something that was basically on my list as well. Really, really just Twitter in general for me is, is something I'm thankful for. Years ago, I um, when I first got into fantasy football, into dynasty leagues, I basically spent most of my internet football time at Football Guys, which uh, is, is a great site, obviously. And, and anything that wasn't Football Guys, I just, uh, you know, I just thought less of it before I even you know, checked it out myself. Uh, I, I thought they could do no wrong and, and anything that wasn't them was, was not good enough, but, you know, getting onto Twitter and meeting or, or interacting with these people that write for so many other sites now, and has obviously changed my kind of my view on that. And just the chance, like you say, Matt, the chance to interact with people, whether, you know, whether you really know them or not, or whether it's just a good, dynasty conversation that that you both can learn from uh, I, I would agree that's definitely something i'm thankful for too ryan along those lines it, it makes me think of, of a friend of mine ross tucker you guys know who he is and, and he's he you know he's very very new to fantasy in general you know he starts that podcast with evan silva and ross is genuinely smart dude very you know genuinely blown away by how knowledgeable, intense, how much work that the fantasy community has done. You know, I mean, this was a player turned analyst and just new to fantasy in general. And he has a new guest on like we do on his show and is always blown away by, wow, I can't believe how in-depth people are, how smart the fantasy community is, even if they're not from football guys. All right, Chad, what else? Uh, what else were you thinking about? Uh, let's go with all the Kansas City running backs. Okay, so <laughs> all yeah, all of them. So Jamal Charles, you know he's he's done his part for my teams in the past. He's won me a few titles uh, this year. Unselfishly, he uh, passed the torch on to Spencer Ware um, for you know a fraction of his price, and obviously not quite the production. But uh, you know Spencer Ware has been, especially in redraft. Anyway, uh, you know this is a guy that was largely undrafted, or a guy you get, you know, fifteenth, sixteenth rounds uh, in redraft leagues, uh, just kind of hoping maybe JC wasn't ready uh, and they could start him for you know three, four weeks of the season. Uh, he's ended up being a guy that you can kind of depend on as an RB two in your lineup, which is kind of huge this year, uh, considering you know I hate running backs anyway, uh, but he's just nice to just be able to plug in there and play uh i'm also thankful for charkandrick west because uh he's not good and he will not supplant where so i'm thankful for all three of there right i think it's important to be thankful for those that aren't good i mean they, they serve <laughs> exactly. a valuable role at times <laughs> amen they don't get in the way that's a, that's in everyday life as well right <laughs> world needs stitch diggers too <laughs> <laughs> all right matt what else do you have 
Do you know what I'm super thankful for, Ryan? I bet you uh, do. I've got an idea. Yep. It's our new sponsor, and they were a former sponsor, and they're back, and I think they're here to stay. It's our second sponsor. We must be doing something right, and that's the folks at Harry's. And Harry's, if you don't know what they are, they make razor blades in a very, very high-quality but low-cost fashion. I use it every day on my baby smooth skin, and it does an amazing job. And they have a holiday thought starter. You know, guys can be hard to shop for, but Harry's is the perfect gift. You talk about how it's finding the right gift for me. It's so impossible. I mean, I know I'm hard to buy for. I mean, what are you going to do? Buy me another you know, set of sweatpants or something? I mean, get me, get me the Harry's. Or I'm going to get it for my, my dad. I'm going to get it for everybody else. How difficult to find the thoughtful, but it's also useful and highly practical. That's the beauty of these guys is they have a high quality, it's like a factory in Germany that they took over that used to be a, a machine shop that they are using for just blades. And you can tell by the quality. I mean, there's the this holiday, they have a limited edition shaving set. It's a midnight blue chrome razor handle. And you can get that engraved with your initials. Three of Harry's German engineer five blade cartridges that provide a close, comfortable shave. Foaming gel shave. Beautiful design gift box. Goes for 30 bucks. But there's a special offer for the fans of our show. We've partnered up with Harry's to give you $5 off your order, which is stealing. 25 bucks for this is awesome. When you check out, just put the code DYNASTY. There you have it, man. All right. Uh, I think it's my turn. Um, I guess one thing I'm thankful for is, uh, again, kind of back in the fantasy uh, world, is the class of 2017. I am. I'm thankful for these incoming rookies. You know, Matt, we talk a lot about those top guys, Leonard Fournette, Nick Chubb and Juju and uh, Dalvin Cook. Uh, I'm working on a uh, 2017 dynasty rookie mock draft for DLF. It'll be up later this week and it's two rounds deep. So I'm, I'm, you know, going, going way beyond just those top guys and, and I've been researching and watching some of these guys. It really, you know, if you have a late second round pick, if you have an early third round pick, those picks are going to be more valuable than, you know, than they have been in years. Um, and, and I'm thankful for those guys. I've got, I've got the league we talked about last week, Matt, the catch 22 league where I have, I'm going to get the chance to add the top 12 rookies, any 12 of my choice. So wow. I know I'm going to I'm going to get at least uh, one share of these top guys. Uh, again, the, the depth of this class, it, it's second and third rounders, you know, acquire them now if you can. It's not too late, and uh, it, you'll be rewarded. Your dynasty teams will be better for it. How many non-receivers and running backs, do you, you know, so therefore quarterbacks and tight ends, could you foresee going in the first round? In the first round of, of dynasty drafts? Yeah, yeah in, in dynasty drafts, not NFL drafts. Could there be any? Um, I don't think there'll be any quarterbacks. You know, I mean, I still yeah. think late-round quarterback has a, a stranglehold on the dynasty world. Uh, I mean, Deshaun Watson and Desh, uh, Deshaun Kaiser could, you know, they could be very high picks in the NFL draft. I think they're still probably second-rounders in dynasty drafts. As far as tight ends – you know, there's there's some possibilities. Evan Ingram is the tight end from Ole Miss. He could uh, – that I recently traded to Chad in, in one of our leagues. He could go in the first round for sure. O.J. Howard is the Alabama tight end. 
I wouldn't think they'd both sneak into the first round, but, uh, you know, once we go through that off-season process, once we go through the draft and know where they're landing, whoever ends up as the, the top prospect, because I think they're pretty closely ranked right now, uh, we could we could see one towards the end of the first round for sure. And you think those guys have a chance to be NFL first-rounders as well? Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think uh, again, pro, you know, odds are they – Probably both won't be. We don't see a ton of tight ends going in the first round in general, but I, I think one of them could for sure. All right, Chad, we're back around to you, buddy. All right. I, you know, I, I, I probably should have led with this one, but uh, I am thankful for all the, uh, the, the fantasy analysts out there uh, that I follow, read, listen to their pods uh, each and every week, every day, um, you know, without, I, I know how hard it is. It's it's terrible grind. I couldn't do it anymore. Uh, life got in the way. But I know the people who do the work. I know their process is right uh, more often than not. Um, and I thank them, you know, very much for basically, you know, letting me just cheat off their <laughs> off their work. Uh, and I mean, realistically, that's that's what I do these days. I cheat off their work. Um, and uh, you know, I, I've been successful for it. And so, you know, just. I think everybody who does this, uh, it's, it doesn't pay a lot of money. If, if any, uh, if you're just starting out, it's a grind, like I've said, and it takes a lot of hours, a lot of work, a lot of dedication to do this, uh, each and every week for, for people to, to read it for free, um, in a lot of situations. So, uh, just thanks to all those that do this, uh, and, and do it right. All right. That's a good one for sure, Chad. Um, Matt, we'll, we'll, kind of start wrapping this up. If you have one more, uh, one more thing you want to mention that you're thankful for. Well, I saved the best for last and this kind of piggybacks off what Chad just said. I'm thankful for Ryan McDowell. Hey. <laughs> the best analyst out there. I honestly think in the dynasty community. And I yeah. thought that originally before we ever started this podcast, you're the first guy I ever reached out to, to start this deal. And I think this podcast is, basically officially made it you know we've been going now for what 11 months and i think we become a fixture in the dynasty community and, and i just wanted people to know that ryan's the one that sets up every guest he's the one that writes the agenda that i don't read and he does all the you know editing and all the, the stuff behind the scenes and you know we'd be nowhere without him that's that is too kind of you for sure um I'm, that sets I'm you up really it. well to be thankful for me I know. <laughs> That's all I'm fishing for here. Ryan. I'm, I'm, cha- I'm changing my list right now. Let me let me make some changes. Yeah, right. um, no, I actually saved. Uh, I kind of, same as you guys, kind of saved, uh, I guess, the sappy one for last. But there's just so many people that I've met through fantasy football, that I've met through Twitter or fantasy leagues um, that I, I am thankful for. You know, I'm thankful to to know them and to have these interactions I've even been lucky enough to meet, you know, some of these folks in real life away from the computer and away from Twitter. And, and I'm thankful for all of those relationships. You know, I commission so many leagues and 99% of the folks in, in those leagues are, are so great to deal with and work with and uh, never give me any trouble as a commissioner. So thankful for those people. Uh, I've run the monthly mock drafts over at DLF and, each month have to find um, 72 participants to do a 20 round mock draft in, you know, in their own time. And, you know, glad to 
to be able to do that, I'm, I'm thankful for those people who who do give up their time to help us at DLF and to help us form that that ADP data. And then just my my bosses at DLF and Roto World both who have uh, given me a chance to write and a, a chance to do work in this uh, in this hobby in this industry of ours. I feel like I'm you know I feel like I'm uh, leaving somebody out. Like if I'm giving some type of um, a speech in an awards ceremony. Uh, <laughs> thankful for the the friends that I, I've met. I've kind of mentioned this already, but uh, obviously both of you guys, we talk a lot uh, out, outside of podcast and, and outside of, of football stuff even, and um, glad to know you all and, and so many others who I've met. And then, you know, Matt, you kind of mentioned this as far as me doing the behind the scenes work and and um, I, I do some of that to get ready for each show as far as setting up guests and things like that. But once, you know, once we click that button and the show is over, it's actually my wife who does the editing for us. Mm. She spends, you know, a couple of hours at least doing wow. that every single episode. She uploads it to the website. She gets it ready to go for, for all of our listeners. So I'm certainly thankful for her for, you know, for more reasons than just that. But that's just... Uh, just one other thing she does to keep our household and to keep me running. So I'm obviously very thankful for her. All right, guys, uh, any, any final words before we wrap it up tonight? Uh, I just want to say thanks for having me on. Uh, it's, it's been a while since I've done a pod or done anything fantasy related for, you know, other people, but um, I appreciate it. You know, I always love going on these things and you picked a perfect show for me on this because i don't have to do any analysis i don't have <laughs> any research uh i can basically just say what i'm thankful for and and, and i'm done so i mean that was was perfect for chad I, I thought it would be a good fit and uh <laughs> you know we we need to hear your voice more in the fantasy football community chad your podcast is uh the the podcast that you did with rich rebar for the fake football was my all-time favorite fantasy podcast and uh Second favorite. Second favorite. <laughs> we, need to, uh, we need to hear your voice more when it comes to fantasy football. And make sure if you're not following Chad already that you follow him on Twitter. It's at Chad underscore Scott 13. What's the 13? Is that What is that? It's my, my favorite number. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's my favorite number. I can't help it. That's it. Braxton Miller's number. Right. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I, knew I knew it had to be that. <laughs> All right. Well, um, thank you, Chad, again for joining us. And uh, everyone have a happy Thanksgiving. We'll be back next week with more Dynasty Blueprint. <laughs>